0: Thanks for listening to Middle-Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFO. I don't oh, know what episode it is, we've been gone shit. for a while, it's a brand new year Right now? Right now, we're okay. starting uh, Hi, welcome to Middle Age Mediocre, I'm Cash I'm Mediocre I had to stop for a second Think, think, do I you, say I'm Josh my, yeah. or am I Cash? You're I can't Cash. remember what my name is on here I'm
1: Joel
0: this jo- That's Joel yep. uh, I don't Happy know. New Year we don't know what this, the sound's going to be like right now because we did some sound checks. and We it was just weird. <laughs> we like, like, oh, decided, yeah, fuck
1: it. it. No
0: one listens anyways.
1: Marsh, how you doing?
0: It's Marsh. <laughs> what's up, buddy? It's
1: 2022. Put your hands up. <clears throat> keep them up the whole time. Don't fucking put them down. You know what's crazy about 2022? You got to keep your hands up the whole
0: time? <laughs> you got to keep your hands up the whole time. It's a weird game. Put year. them up! <laughs> Nothing's changed. All right, yeah. Everything's no, still no. Just Yeah. just as bad. It's... Awful. People (laughs) made it sound like as soon as 2022 hit, it was all going to get better. It's all going to be okay. It's
1: like a parent trying to reassure a child. Just like, just go to bed. It's got everything in the morning.
0: And like usual, parents were lying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, but, hey, we made it. Another year. Uh, I think... We're we're in a a good place. I think this might be, or yesterday was, I think. Yeah, yesterday was. Uh The... Uh, th- let me do some math real quick. Three, four, five. Yeah, fifth year anniversary of us doing podcasts.
1: I thought about that, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I remember you hitting the table a lot then, too. Nope, that was you. Oh, okay. That was you with your... Uh, <laughs> Bud Light. Your Bud Light, yep. and you just kept... <laughs> like, what's your doing? <laughs> yeah. So it transferred. So I have, a, I, have a can- <laughs> I have a candle here, which is basically a bottle, and you kept going... <laughs>
1: I didn't know what to do, it was the first time. We had that little microphone for Michael, Mike, mm-hmm. and, uh... Michael Mike. <laughs> That's a new nickname, someone tell him. <laughs> Michael Mike, good guy, good guy. Yeah,
0: parents... Michael you know, Mike, good guy, good probably guy. I was going to give him a better first name, since his last name was Mike. That but but... was New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. We were uh, at, at the... in a hotel
1: room that was paid for, because I was doing comedy right. there. You were on the show. Yes uh, Someone yes. else And someone else Yes I was on the show Yeah you were on the show It was really weird I don't know who else Was on that show uh, uh, Michael Cox R.I.P
0: Yeah Rest in peace oh, And, and uh, uh, D-Ray. Yeah Yeah <laughs> So it was, a, it was a It was a fun show There was a bunch of old people um, they sat about 30 feet away from the stage, that's where the first row was. There were TVs on all through, Ohio all through the High State was getting room. by Clemson. Uh-huh. Yep. And everybody was watching that <laughs> yeah. uh, and the New Year's <laughs> Eve footage, so no one was really... Wow. We went upstairs and recorded our first podcast. Rich yeah. sets. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was seven, what did five. I say, five years ago <laughs> yep. uh, yesterday. So, wow. happy anniversary, sweetheart. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I uh, I got you nothing, <laughs> well, but you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I did get you. you uh, they got a good story for me. Well, I have. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not that either, dude. <laughs> I mean, I have words to say towards you, <laughs> and you can determine whether or not it's good or not. Uh, I did have something. So I'm the last person that wants to ever hear about anyone's dreams. Uh, as soon as somebody's like, I had a dream last night, I check out like you're doing right now. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> But I want, want to, God damn, I want to check
1: that. Like, you were talking at me? Yeah. Like, every third word, I was like, dream, what yeah. up? But uh, I had right, a dream sorry. that
0: I wanted, because I thought it might lead to something. Uh, I had a very random dream where you and I were sitting in a diner. Uh-huh. It was like 6 in the morning, and the... We just gen- killed a bunch of people. Well, <laughs> so, the general vibe uh uh-huh. was that, so, like, you know how in dreams you just know things? Yeah, oh yeah. But like, you know, so the we were gonna have to do something not good. And I don't know what it was. Uh huh. But there was a general like we like we knew Like shit was about before to- the end of the day, yeah, we gotta do some shit. If we're being at a diner at six AM, like it's a big day. Yeah. So like the the mood was like tense and you know You thought I was gonna fuck it up. No, no, no. It was more just like we were both. Like we were both just kind of like. It's okay because I'm sure
1: that I'm gonna fuck it up. No, so, I mean you. I. Why would you not think that I'm gonna fuck it up?
0: The vibe was both of us just kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, like yeah. this has to happen. <laughs> like has to, you know, we don't want it to. Uh-huh. Has to. And then you. It's like six in the morning again. There's like half a dozen diners, you know, in there eating. Okay, their yeah. Shitty breakfasts. You go. This diner has a jukebox. I think I'm gonna go. <laughs> Put on a couple songs. So now I ask you, and that's pretty much where the dream ended. But I ask you, so say this situation is happening. Uh Uh-huh. And you and I are in the diner. Sure. And we have to, let's just say we have to murder somebody later. Okay. All right? We have to. We're a few hours away. From it's murdering or a human being. We don't want to. It's them or us. Yeah, clearly we're not I'm gonna... already on board. You don't, stop explaining. We're not going to take any joy in this. I, am going to, we can't you... take any joy? <laughs> you seem like you're hell bent <laughs> on taking joy. I mean. <laughs> All right, so in this scenario, maybe you're a little bit more <laughs> excited I'm, I'm fired about out. Oh, yeah, I'm fired up. more like, ah, i So I, I can play jock rock. So what do you, (laughs) that's my question. What song do you pick for that situation? Six in the morning, kind of a tense atmosphere. Yeah, I'd probably, I mean, Jock Rock got
1: canceled because that guy, like, you know, is like a sexual perv. Makes sense. Yeah, so I don't think I could go with that. Because so pro- yeah. you're respectful. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if they had some Limp Biscuit, I'd probably put some Limp Biscuit on just to get shit going in just my to head. Just shit Because yeah. you listen to Limp Biscuit, you're ready. You're like halfway ready to kill somebody. You're ready to break stuff. Yeah, break stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm like a chainsaw! <laughs> That's what Dad, I fucking I... yell when I jump in with a chainsaw and I kill whoever we have to kill. I did not Whoever expect... else is there with them. Yeah. Like,
0: let God sort them out. Whole animal. goddamn room. <laughs> let God sort them all out. <laughs> Innocent bystanders. <laughs> You're, we're not relic- we're releasing babies, this. Children. Everyone's got to go. All right, there's there's
1: a line. There's a line.
0: <laughs> Les Lombesk is really hitting
1: hard. Once I get all the rest, I go to where the line is, and I get them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did not expect this conver- conversation to lead to you being super excited about the murder. This is the went. most excited I've been in a while. That's all tough. year. All year. I lit it up, man. <laughs>
1: like, this is how I should have felt on Christmas, watching Lily open up her presents, and I was just fucking just... Like, enjoy it now, kid, because fucking shit is just... It's shit. Or I didn't say that,
0: you know, but... Yeah. Well, next time you need to pick me up, just give me a call <laughs> right. and ask me, like, hey, what, what was, are you was, doing was, tomorrow was, What was going on <laughs> that time we were going to kill somebody? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll wow. reset the mood for you. If we have so, to. So, alright. So, when's the last time we recorded, though? Uh, fucking... Christmas
1: has happened, New Year's, we went and watched a and Rowdy. Do you yep. remember that? I keep <laughs> thinking about
0: that. <laughs> oh, Do you remember that? <laughs> With that guy... Yeah, uh, Jason. My, yeah, my boss from work. And we you went, say so. We went and watched uh, the Rough and Rowdy pay per view. It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was they fun. Had really
1: fast fights, like, not much time in between, and the time in between was really funny. Yeah. Like, my favorite point was where the 18 year old fought the 40 year old, <laughs> and the 18 year old just got lit up with an uppercut, and he just, like, gets out of the ring. He's just done. <laughs> he doesn't even fall down. He's just, like, they're like, what happened? He's like, well. He stepped on my foot, and he uppercut me, and I said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, hug it out." Turns out, being punched
0: in the face fucking hurts. <laughs> I didn't really like it, and I was done with it. <laughs> he should have stepped on my foot. Uh, yeah, I was super pumped that they just, like, they didn't drag anything out. Yeah. It was just, all right, here's the fight. Fight's over. Here's the next fight. Next fight's yep. over. There's, an, like, yeah, it was very cool how they it. It was all, a lot of West Virginia uh, Yeah. Yeah, Virginia. It, it took Virginia. place in Charleston. Yeah, so, it was really cool. Yeah. You ordered us Little Caesars?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot of Little Caesars. Yeah. We, we drove it in us. We...
0: We... <laughs> that's who we murdered, was Little Caesar. I we think was- the most pathetic part of that was that we were literally right behind Little Caesars. <laughs> yeah. And we still ordered had it, it delivered. <laughs>
1: And a, you had to go out, you were out there like 10 minutes. Yeah, because I, I watched the... So I like, thought you are setting me and Jason up on a date, like that was like... You were like, was, well, I'm going
0: to leave and see what happens between these two. That was part of it, haven't <laughs> you?
1: He wouldn't let me do anything.
0: <laughs> Still hurts. Still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I saw the driver. Uh, I was looking at my lips and everything, you know? he's like, nah, I don't know. I didn't get him? Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, stronger man than I.
1: Yeah, so you are outside, but yeah. I can, the I can just see
0: like you blown the driver. Yeah, you can where the where the place is, like, there's you can't get out. Like there's only a couple of different ways you can get out from the parking yeah. lot. And I saw them go the way, like one of the ways you can't. And then I saw them like so like I could watch their entire <laughs> journey because that's how close you felt like oh, God. <laughs> I like- just watched them like this way, child. <laughs> so they there's got only there. one set of tire tracks. Last time we recorded was uh December 9th Wow Over a month Or about a month About a month Yeah So yeah today's the 8th Alright So we've been going a while Um Nothing's changed with the year But we'll be back next week We're still middle aged We're still mediocre Keep it mediocre We're still sad That was a fun episode Still Yeah It was like a Catch up Good story
1: It was like, ketchup. <laughs> Sorry, it was yeah. like ketchup Yeah Catch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want it in my mouth Okay <laughs> Uh No I do have a story Okay good Um and I have a feel good. And we said it. got like, get your hands up, and later you're gonna you to have a feel good. All right, so we
0: got to record the whole <laughs> podcast with our hands up. My hands are not. Mine. Up. I'm already getting tired. Yeah. Uh. So, all right. You just wanna get into it. Yeah. D- yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right.
1: That's so crazy. <laughs>
0: uh, Harrison Norris Jr. was born on August twenty second, nineteen sixty six. All right. And- Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, he graduated high school in Penas- Pensacola, Florida, and joined the United States Army where he saw action in both Operation Desert Shield. Florida man. What is it? He's Florida, a Florida man. man. He's a Florida man. Okay. Well, he's a Georgia boy, Florida man. Ah, oh, Georgia Florida line. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he, straddled <laughs> he straddled it. He uh, straddles it. He saw action in both Operation Desert Shield and Desert Storm in Iraq in early 91. Uh, He served as a platoon. You might see my dad. Maybe. My dad was there. That's not even a joke. I know. Okay. (laughs) All right, as long as you know. He's here. He's out in the car. I'll go get him. (laughs) I want to see him prove it. (laughs) I want to see the war scars. Uh, He served as a platoon and motor sergeant before he received an honorable discharge in 95. After being discharged, uh, he tried out for the NFL but didn't make the cut. He was an impressive looking human being, however, and had a great physique, so when the NFL didn't work out, he signed up at the WCW Power Plant in Atlanta, Georgia. I've heard of that. Run by uh, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Uh Uh-huh. Of the Highway State Patrol tag team. And he began training to become a professional wrestler. So... I mean, do you really need to train to do that? Well, I mean, you, more than anyone, (laughs) should know. It's the grueling yeah. training regimen.
1: I did two hours. I think I got it. <laughs> yeah. I have dreams. Speaking of dreams, I have dreams where I have to do matches. Like, <laughs> it's so nerve-wracking in my head because I know just enough, you yeah. know, kind of what goes on in there. And I'm like, right. all right, I'll just – it's just so, but I never get to the
0: match. It's just always the build up. Just the, the build up. Yep. I'm sorry. Didn't and you just the... wake up in cold sweats. Yep. <laughs> uh, so he did enough to impress the powers that. I wrestle Lou the cat. Oh, poor Lou, because <laughs> he's never had any form. No, so. no. I, I wiped the <laughs> mat with him. The mat's what we call the bed. Uh, I would love it if you had like a. One of those like W, like the old wi I've I've seen them built. I can't ever believe I can't believe they never became like a product. Yeah, but, like, the ring post on yeah. the bed Yeah, I can't believe WBF's never WWE's <laughs> never put that out. How do you know I don't have that? It's barbed wire. Because I'm hardcore. Dude, that's pretty badass. <laughs> uh, so he impressed the powers of be enough that he made his debut for World Championship Wrestling the same year that he began training, and he was named Hardbody Harrison. I've heard of Hardbody Harrison. So used as a jobber, he never really had a whole lot of success as a professional wrestler. He had about two and a half dozen matches in WCW, and his only victory was against Chuck, who gives a fuck, Palumbo. <laughs> That's the nickname. A uh, cup of coffee. He's been, he's had, he's been given to him by me and some associates years ago, and he will forever have it.
1: Was this before they like were pushing him hard? Then I wonder. Chuck Palumbo yeah wasn't he like kinda of part of the natural yeah, or something? yeah this probably
0: was on like a uh we're it,
1: drying up all the pussies out there, right
0: now. yes,
1: <laughs> if they have more wet, they're not now. we're sorry. I don't know how many
0: uh <laughs> humans with vaginas uh-huh. listen to our show and come into the show <laughs> already you know moist, ready, and rare to go. <laughs> I don't know if that happens. <laughs> I would like to think it does. Right in, if yeah. it gets me through the day. <laughs> but... Catfishes if you have to, <laughs> <shmarsh>. <laughs> Um Alright, okay, oh, great. Now I gotta start looking out for that shit. Uh, so he was talented in the ring and looked great. but and he, he beat Chuck Palumbo. He beat Chuck Palumbo once. <laughs> uh, but he clashed with other wrestlers backstage and his mouth got him in trouble all the time, said Alan Funk, who wrestled, of course, as... Alan Funk... Wrestled as uh, in WCW,
1: fucking two cold scorpions. Nope, towards <laughs> like the end of WCW's, it was like the last few years.
0: Adam Funk, yeah, Adam Funk was Alan Funk I was know fucking Kwee-wee. <laughs> Kwee-wee. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yep, he was like the like a uh, started out. He was like the uh, makeup artist or something like that in the uh-huh. back for one of the the, women, fun, the artist think. formerly named as Prince It's Prince
1: Ikea, it Prince Ikea yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, getting and drier and
1: drier. <laughs> but there's some dudes out there just burning the fuck up. Yes. yes. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about that
0: que week. Uh, Prince I can oh! uh, So he went on you know, he said that he was an awesome worker though, always made his opponent look good, he just couldn't keep his mouth shut. To go along with his poor attitude, uh, his reputation backstage hinted at a more sinister side hustle. A domineering, compulsive agitator with a violent temper, And a warped sense of right and wrong was how a few people described old Hardbody Harrison. Uh, This was a guy who was prone to committing professional... Can I take the nickname? Hardbody? Yeah. Yeah, you can be Hardbody... Hardbody Gant. Hardbody Gant. I think I like that. HBG. (laughs) HBG? All right. Cool. Hardbody Gant. All right, people I'm (laughs) sorry. Here it is. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) He was. Uh, this was a guy who was prone to committing professional suicide on a daily basis. Said Lash LaRue. You remember? Oh, Lash LaRue. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah.
1: Lover boy with uh, Chris Jericho, Lash LaRue. Yeah, Chris Jericho no. made like a lover boy joke about they. Oh, him and Lenny Lane. And I think. Lindy oh, that Lenny Lane.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Come on, man. Man, I'm sorry. Get your double L's. Fuck. Get your double wells straight. That's
1: embarrassing. You know, that I'm really embarrassed about. I was like trying to come in, like, oh, oh WCW. <laughs> but actually, and
0: I just fucked it up. It's okay. Man, I've seen you do worse. Can we start over? Yeah, let's start over. All right. All Hi, right, welcome to the middle of your Minute. <laughs> uh, in pro wrestling, was a term called heat, which is the ability to make people hate you. There's also a term called
1: Latino
0: heat. Hardbody did not have Latino heat. You, I, however,
1: <laughs> what? Are, I, however, what?
0: You got some Latino heat burning today. I don't know about all that. Oh, I can. Yeah. I right, Poppy. <laughs> uh, Hardbody was known for being a heat seeker. Any situation you threw him in, he could find some way to turn it negative. The most infamous of which happened in early '98 when J.J. Pruitt, a young reporter for the Fox affiliate in Birmingham, visited the power plant to tape a segment. Uh, during a sparring session Hardbody clotheslined Pruitt in the face Breaking his nose in two places
1: Man you just gotta protect the business <laughs> You
0: gotta protect the business boys you gotta protect the business Keep kayfabe uh, The last thing I remember Hardbody saying After I've turned over and there's, Watch the clothesline kid and There's blood all over the place Is you're getting blood all over the mat Get up and go to the bathroom yeah. Says Pruitt Don't make a scene Who says he now suffers from sleep apnea And had a second surgery on the nose In October of 2007 I don't think he felt bad about it <laughs> thing is, no, he did not, J.J. Pruitt. He did not give a Hard hug. body?
1: Harrison, not me. have other hard body.
0: Yes. He did not Harrison. feel bad
1: about it. No, like, know. so as someone who he has, has done a lot it. of
0: wrestling training and been in a lot of... Yeah,
1: that's dirty. No, we don't
0: give a shit. Like, <laughs> sorry, if you want to become a professional wrestler, uh, getting clothesline in the face... So what about a reporter? Are you cool with a reporter getting... Because he didn't really sign really, up. They're going to get it tenfold. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Cause you know what i going by, be like I could barely feel that clothesline. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you so,
1: I thought he had a
0: feather in his arm. So just a heads up out there. If you like, wanna, if you want to, big daddy cash tra- can all lay some shit down. <laughs> yes. Okay, so listen up. If you want to like train, like you want to actually train, you know, like you're gonna get um the normal treatment, like yeah. whatever. But if you're like just an outsider, that's like like a reporter, uh-huh. or like you know, you're just like like if I've seen. Uh, certain fans be like, "I bet the chops don't even hurt, you can chop me. Oh, yeah. Just believe me when I say, you're going to get hurt <laughs> so bad. Because, again, yeah, like, well, now not so much, but when I was coming up... Back in your day. It was still, I still, but I was still only around old-timers. Yeah. So, like, the mentality was, and still is among certain people, yeah, you gotta protect the business. Like, you can't have some random dude out there being like, you know, okay... Yeah, I did the training, and nothing. Like, that was easy as shit. Mm -mm. You just can't do it. They have to be like, it's the hardest thing I've ever had to happen to me. I got hurt so bad.
1: See if people would really want it.
0: Yeah. If I could give one
1: piece of advice to anyone wanting to get into it, is go in really cocky. (laughs) That's what really helps.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The cockier, the better. Yeah. I mean, it will not give the guys (laughs) doing the training a giant boner. Not at all. (laughs) don't light up and we don't go oh we're gonna see, fuck this see, up go cocky so go cocky yes
1: uh, hard body game you heard it from hard body game be cocky
0: uh, so anyway it's never doing anything more than putting over guys uh, putting other guys over on WCW C and D shows like Worldwide and Saturday Night hard body Harrison's contract was not picked up by Vince McMahon when he bought WCW what, <laughs> what? I thought Vince McMahon was a good businessman <laughs> didn't pick up old hard body <laughs>
1: Did you hear about the win over Chuck Palumbo? <laughs>
0: uh, so in February of 2000, uh, he along with two other wrestlers, uh, one of which was Sonny Ono. I don't know who the third one was. They sued uh, WCW or they sued uh, AOL Time Warner. Yeah. For racial discrimination. Uh, it was widely considered a reach since the company was in absolute disarray when the suit yeah. was filed. There were ton- like they were saying that they weren't used. Uh, because of their race Yeah Is what they were saying Sure But as Brian Alvarez Editor of the wrestling website Figure 4 Weekly says There were tons of wrestlers <laughs> Yeah Who were used very
1: poorly Or not at all And there's tons of like Minorities that were Towards the top Which, of the car yeah. too Ray Mysterio Cody and Yeah Fucking Booker T I mean they had a Like it's
0: just this, Yeah the WCW definitely Well they didn't seem to have an issue When it came to race Yeah So I don't Yeah I think there's a whole lot of merit there uh, Virgil <laughs> He says that, uh, you know, he watched every single WCW show and would sit there and go, why are they using this person better? He says he never thought that about Hardbody Harrison, though. <laughs> like, never once was he like, why is Hardbody not getting the opportunities? <laughs> we were Hardbody! Clap, clap, uh, clap, clap. Eventually, about a dozen wrestlers joined the case, and WCW set it out of court. And, and twelve on twelve cage match, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Norris, uh, he reportedly received over a million dollars from the lawsuit. Dang, so, that's some no way money right yeah. there. So he had some other gigs after WCW. Um, he was uh, on an FX show called T- uh, Just it Was Tough Man. Okay. So I'm assuming like kind of like the Tough Man that happens. I man, FX here. struggled. <laughs> they had a lot
1: of shows. Yeah, like they yeah. really did before they really hit their stride before uh, Ultimate Fighter yeah. kind of hit for him. And was that FX? too? Yeah. Real
0: spike. Oh, it was spike. Yeah, yeah. FX FX and struggle though. Always sunny
1: though. Really kind of helped FX. Right.
0: Uh, Well, they had like. uh, I mean, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. The Shield. Yep. Yeah, Shield was good. That was Shield was probably what really started getting people to watch. Um, Yeah, I don't remember the Tough Man program at all. But I think he won it. I'm um, pretty sure he won that, whatever the contest was. Hard bodies are winners, okay? <laughs> uh, get used to it. He also started his own wrestling promotion called Star South Champion Wrestling Alliance. Man, it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, Star South Champion Wrestling. <laughs> Welcome to Star South Champion <laughs> Wrestling, wrestling Alliance. Alliance. Not even Championship Wrestling, just You're Champion. Yeah, like take a breath in between there. Uh, and Star South is one word, which is just stupid. Uh, Yeah, Hardbody. You're dumb. So now most of the people that he used, uh, that he trained in his promotion, were female. So um, that's going to lead us into the next chapter of Hardbody's life. All right. So uh, Michelle uh, Acuff, I think is her name, a six-foot-tall 20-year-old with olive skin um, due to her Sicilian descent, was walking to her job at a Waffle House when old Hardbody Harrison pulled over in a Navy Cadillac, asking if she needed a ride. He told her all about Star South Champion Wrestling Alliance, <laughs> uh, uh, and they met the next night at a boxing show to discuss working together. He later showed her videos from WCW and told her that she was... You ever heard of Chuck Palumbo? Beat <laughs> I, have you? I beat him. <laughs> uh-huh. He told her that since she was already bigger and taller than China. Who in 2002 was considered the standard of the business for female wrestlers? Yeah, he told her, hey, you're going to be a top female wrestler. uh, And she bought onto it. But there was a catch. He said, if you want to come and train, you have to stay here and work for me as an escort to make money because you can't have a real job. That's what you did to me when I trained.
1: That's why I had to drop out.
0: Well, s- more so if we were like, Joe, you're not, you're not paying for yourself here. I was like,
1: I'll fuck every one of you guys. And we're
0: just like, that well's not very
1: wet. That well is dry. Oh, it's dry. Like a female listening
0: to Mediocre. Middle-aged and Mediocre. So she says, you know, being young and stupid, that she said, yeah, sure, that sounds like a great yeah. arrangement. I mean, uh, he has a hard body. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, if she has to blow a few dudes, whatever, she's going to become a professional wrestler. <laughs> you don't think China blew a few dudes? It's allegedly. on video. It's <laughs> <still> on video. <laughs> other than the video ones, allegedly. Uh, so he would have these uh, trainees refer to him as the general. Oh. And he kind of set up his whole system as like a military, like he was the general. Yeah. And then like, he, you know, some women would be higher ranked and watch over the other ones. He had, like, partners, like, uh, guys, like, be, like, you know, his lieutenants, mm-hmm. and they would do some of this shit, so, um, it he, was he a... Had great structure. She described it, like, a, as a cult-like atmosphere. Um, he would use intimidation and mind control. Uh, he encouraged teamwork, though. Setting goals. Everyone felt great because we were losing weight together, looking good, and fitting into smaller clothes, she says. Um, but he would also make sure he always told them, you know, that if it wasn't for him, they'd be nothing right now.
1: Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: uh, during his sentencing, actually, because this spoiler alert does not go well for him. Mm. Um, the U.S. District Judge... Wait, Jack- sentencing
1: for what? What?
0: So, we'll get to it. Okay. But,
1: so... Did to, like, did I block Basically, out? things
0: <laughs> go bad. So, uh, but uh, a district judge actually told him that... He's like, you seem to have a better understanding of psychology than almost any psychologist I've ever known.
1: Thank you, sir. So, like, uh,
0: Hardbody was good at, you know, fucking with people. Yeah. Uh, hard body, hard mind. Right. Hard dick. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> uh, Acuff says that Hardbody Harrison had a God complex, um, but she did become one of his team leaders. She said she came to love him. Uh, other girls came to love him. A couple of them were off the street and grateful for grateful to him for taking them off of drugs. Every time a new girl would come in, he would always be like, I'm going to make you love me. And he always would. So he was somehow manipulate all these women. However, he was brutal. Uh, women were initiated into the troop with a forced orgy. Uh, and Hardbody took these orgies extremely seriously. <laughs> He with like a clipboard, fucking. The like, melody, get over there, Britney. <laughs> well, he would choreograph the whole thing. Oh, like, like he was like a director, like a match. Then, sort of. A lot of wrestlers like to choreograph. You
1: know, like to set their matchup.
0: Yeah. Um, he turned vicious if anyone refused to do something. To finish. One woman was sexually assaulted with dildos after refusing to do something. Oh. Um. They also had to perform manual labor on the property, such as laying sod, hauling trees, um, gardening, and any time that he wanted, they would well, have to Miyagi Miyagi Do training right <laughs> yes. there. But unlike, hopefully, unlike <laughs> Miyagi Do training, uh, anytime he wanted, they would have to come to the general's quarters, as oh. he called. His bedroom and his right, sex he, with he him.
1: gave hard body a bad name. I don't want that nickname anymore. I'm gonna be soft body Gant. Okay, that's a little bit more I'm accurate. Like, yeah, I like soft body Gant, and I'll be like, he he, <laughs> I'm still that from the Pillsbury Doughboy, but whatever, fuck him. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh, let's go kill him. That's who we're killing. <laughs> All
0: right, 6 a.m. Right. I'll see, die. You at the omelet shop.
1: <laughs> see you in hell, fuckers. He <laughs> 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 uh, right,
0: I'm sorry. Hello, uh, wrestling training did make up a lot of the day though. Uh the women would jump rope, do sit ups, uh push ups, squats, mountain climbers, jumping jacks. They'd learn basic wrestling moves such as back bumps, forward rolls, and running the ropes. Uh some girls would say they don't want to do it. Then hardbody would say, Get up there and do it. Uh basically he would just yell at them and berate them until they would do what he wanted. During that time he had no traceable income. Uh and claimed that he was still just living off the settlement money. He didn't file tax returns from 2002 and 2003. It was later revealed that the wrestling promotion that he started was not registered with the state of Georgia and never turned a profit. That's pretty standard for wrestling <laughs> promotions. <laughs> Nothing new there. Yeah.
1: Uh, You're going to make money? Still, the promotion... Like, would, if you want to make money, get the comedy,
0: <laughs> not wrestling. Right. That's the way to go. <laughs> uh, get your hands up. <laughs> The independent wrestling organization did put on events featuring uh, a lot of well-known former WWE and WCW stars. Star South Wrestling Promotion Alliance. Star, <laughs> Star South Champion Wrestling Association. Yeah. Uh, wrestling something. Oh, um, but you know, a lot of other a lot of workers and all said he was a great promoter. Actually, um, he said you could come in and like lose your ass. He could lose his whole ass, you know, on the show, like uh-huh. not make anything, not be able to pay you. And all this stuff, but then still he was able to somehow talk to you and come back for the next one. Like, he was just very manipulative. Uh, one show in Florida was particularly memorable. Upon arriving at the hotel, Hardbody announced that there were two rooms for the male wrestlers. Uh, their wives and the female wrestlers would sleep in his king-sized bed. Oh. Some refused, others didn't. Some of the wives left their husbands for him, says uh, one of the women whose fiance was on the uh, card at the time. So, he shows up, yeah, all your wives come with me, if you want to be on this show. And some of the guys are like, yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah, I really want to go out there and wrestle. (laughs) Thank you so much for letting me, for fucking my
1: wife and letting me wrestle. Yeah, Uh, Take my wife, please. I take her. uh,
0: We were doing a promotion at a bar in Florida, and this wrestler got a call from his wife, says uh, Shannon Dumas. She told him that she was breaking up with him and working for Hardbody uh what it meant was that she was becoming a prostitute <laughs> so uh that woman did eventually leave Hardbody while others pulled uh, escapes as well one woman ran into a friend's car during a trip to Walmart uh and in the early morning hours of August 2nd 2005 another woman cut through the window of Norris's bathroom 3 weeks later the FBI raided his house it didn't take federal investigation it didn't take a federal investigation to start rumors about Hardbody Harrison uh C.W. Anderson if you remember old C.W. Oh, C. Yeah. C.W. He says that while while I was in WCW all the talk going around was that, he, that was that he was involved with stuff like this. We were told if you need anything go to Hardbody. It was a flaunted lifestyle. He and his flock of women were spotted at a lawyer's office uh, a Barlow County council meeting and a funeral. So he would just take his ladies where they were needed. Uh, Norris was first arrested for pimping. Um In 2001, all the way back in 2001. So it wasn't surprising that he was continued recruiting women after the 2004 arrest. He was so prideful and arrogant that it wouldn't allow him to stop, says Sergeant Harvey. Uh, The feds were watching him, and it literally kept going on and on. It was a shock, however, when Norris acted as his own attorney at his trial in November of 2007. Um, On Wednesday, November 14th, he entered the courtroom accompanied by his standby counsel. Uh, at this time, he had, like, a big, scraggly beard. People said it remind, he, they reminded him of, uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway. However, he was still pretty jacked. Um, watching him cross-examine his victims was disturbing. Uh, he would ask them how many sexual encounters they had had. <sighs> um, you know, just really talk shit about them. But the day ended with one of Hardbody's witnesses, uh, a guy named Robert Sean Terry, he was a wrestler. Uh, he was on the witness stand. He was asked about the suitcase in the Denali. He said, "No, I've never seen that in the wrestling ring." Um, but he said this while he was holding up a uh, uh, still packaged dildo, because Hardbody would always have sex toys uh-huh. in his Denali with him at all times.
1: You got if you got sex toys, you want some new
0: ones. Yeah, uh, let a girl know she's special. And he would have his girls use them for. His associates, uh-huh. uh, yeah. So on November 21st, the, day, the, be, guy. the day before Thanksgiving, uh, Harrison Norris Jr. was convicted on 24 counts, uh, including forced labor, sexual trafficking, um, aggravated sexual assault, witness tampering, and obstruction. His co-conspirators, Amy Allen, uh, who was the highest-ranking team leader, and Cedric Jackson, a, pic- a pimp nicknamed Detroit, pleaded out and received 34 months and five years, respectively. Uh, Doris was prosecuted under the Trafficking Victims Protection Act of 2000 and sentenced to a life in prison. Damn! Yeah. Uh, he plans to appeal the case. Um, so far, far life in prison seems to be taking its toll on him. He says that they deny him a lot of his rights. Um, he says he's gained about 12 pounds. That's the point, asshole. Like, fucking... (laughs) Yeah, you have given... You forfeited your rights. It's not summer camp. Don't even let me fucking pimp hoes. Uh so they, uh, let me see. Um, yeah. So like the main reason I wanted to bring up the story was, so he used tons of manipulation, like on these women, like he, you know, the making sure they were a lot of more former drug users. Mm-hmm. He would be able to hold that over them. Like yeah. if without him, what kind of life they're going to go back to now as a, as somebody that ran a wrestling school, I have like a weird uh, perspective on that. Like, I'm able to have a perspective on this. You, you meet people that. Professional. Like, becoming a professional wrestler is their dream.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> they'll do fucking. Anything. I mean, you know, like. They'll give up their wives. <laughs> they'll give up their wives. But no, like, they'll go through, like, you know, tons of fucking back bumps and just yeah. pain and shit like that. So people are willing to do anything. You get these girls that are like. I can't imagine the shit he did and was able to hold over them. Yeah. Like, I just can't. Just that little bit of like power I was able to have over as being like a trainer, yeah. And you know, you get people to like take back bump after back bump, and like
1: they start trusting with your body. Yeah. Their so body.
0: these women had nothing. You missed else all these
1: opportunities. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yes. You're starting to regret it. <laughs> Too late now, buddy. Exactly what
0: I'm saying. So yeah, hard body Harrison, uh, piece of shit. A real piece of shit yeah. in professional wrestling. Outside of professional wrestling, I saw it was very enter- like I forgot all about him.
1: I've heard his name a couple times you know just but always A was arrested and I didn't realize the extent of it he
0: always wore do you remember his ring gear at all
1: like just jeans or something I don't know no he would wear
0: his gear it was the dumbest looking thing ever it was one full length
1: oh yeah yeah and then
0: one that stopped like a trunk uh huh yeah it was always some of the dumbest gear ever but yeah that's the story of old hard body Harrison Sex trafficker. Uh, all right around. Chuck Palumbo. Chuck Palumbo has to live
1: with that. Is he still alive? Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw him when he was doing his uh, biker gimmick in Charleston with no. the WWE. Oh, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like 15
0: years yeah, ago. Yeah, so he dead by now. I, I would have known. one
1: <laughs> one You, you would've, would've. get the
0: Chuck Palumbo newsletter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm president of the fan club. When he took that loss to Hardbody, it was tough. It was a tough, tough day. Yeah, I
0: mean, it would have been on a uh, WCW Saturday night or a main event, too. Power so it was, hour, like, yeah. real tough that you didn't even really get to see it. All right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, all these people
1: at Disney, they couldn't believe it. <laughs> yes. Bro.
0: So you got a uh, you got a feel good for us? I don't know. What if I don't? Well, I'm sure you can make up something. Fuck. Make Just make up a feel, feel good right now.
1: <sighs> you just... <laughs>
0: You remember the SNL skit, Debbie Downer?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You just gave me the
0: <laughs> greatest. If I had, like, the... Worp worp.
1: <laughs> that's That's about... I can't feel good. <laughs> the look you gave me like, was so good. what the fuck? Uh, Make sure I brought it up, but only because I really have one. It's about uh, about the number one sport in the world, hockey. Okay. It's uh, the, 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 the headline for today.com. Pre-med student spots cancerous mole on hockey staffer at game... It was dangerous melanoma. Uh, Nadia Popovich was attending her first Seattle Kraken hockey game, the new team in mm-hmm. Seattle, in October, when she noticed a suspicious mole on the neck of the Canucks' assistant equipment manager, Brian Hamilton. Uh, he, he was in the middle of moving... Hamilton was in the middle of moving equipment on the Vancouver Canucks bench in between periods... Uh, when he noticed a woman behind the bench pressing her phone against the plexig- plexiglass. And the message on her phone was written in a large font, and it caught the attention of Hamilton. And expressed expressed uh, her concern that she believed the mole on the back of Hamilton's neck was cancerous, and he needed to get it checked. And uh, he said... Hold on there. Okay. He said he felt bad at the moment because she was walking to the bench. She put her phone up to the glass talking about the mole, and it threw him off.
0: Not, well, by, well, yeah. not
1: what he was expecting, but let's see if I can get that. He did go to the doctor, and... Be, 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 be.
0: But, yeah, it was I cancerous. Mean, good eye on her. It was
1: cancerous. They were able to get it, and, like, it would have been, like, a slow thing over time, but eventually it would have killed him. Yeah. Well, if, if, like, he, if this 22-year-old pre-med student hadn't, like, got his attention and...
0: She's a hero. And that's he, so. She's a hero. Real, do real you world hero. you think he wants to sleep with her? Do you think he was like, that's nice? Now put, him, put
1: your tickets <laughs> <in the glass. laughs> yeah. on the glass. Put them on the glass. I mean, he may have. He might have a shot now. I don't know if that's how that all works. But the team like gave her tickets. Let's see.
0: Uh, I say she should have like. Lifetime. They awarded
1: her a ten thousand dollars scholarship for medical school as a show of appreciation. Um, yeah, she see.
0: should get like lifetime tickets. Yeah, so, if anybody- that's how I
1: am with glasses, but I'm never a hero. You know, when I tell people their glasses are crooked or, like, right. I notice a nose pad missing and I, like, make fun of them about it. Right. You know, no one ever gives me
0: $10,000. Well, I think it's the making fun of them part <laughs> that probably cancels out the money.
1: He said Hamilton was told by his doctors the cancer in the mole would have become life-threatening in a few years if it had not been addressed. Did he ask his doctor, why
0: haven't you noticed this? <laughs> yeah, I go, why haven't you Yeah. What am I pay you for? Uh, maybe I want her to be my doctor now. She seems to know her shit. Yeah. Doc. But, but that was. Do you feel good now? All right, yeah. I mean, you do? that's a, Yeah. Smile. <laughs> I mean. Bigger. I don't feel that good. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, that's me smiling. No, everything's great. My little now. Dinosaur. Yeah, nothing's good.
1: Nothing's good. But, man, what if, like, uh, she hadn't gone to that game, you know? That's what, what if uh,
0: Kraken hadn't been formed? Yep. Kraken saved a life. Yep. With, saved uh, a, and I've I've been to Portland, and
1: I was there with people from Seattle. So I fucking saved a life. <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: Hard body, g- our soft, soft body, Gant. Gant. Soft body, Gant. Soft body, Gant. Again,
0: I need to get you a business card. It just says <laughs> Soft Body Gant under that. It says Life it Saver. Out of a card, just people just know.
1: It's, just, it's me. you can just hand it out. Yeah, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> like, no, no,
0: there you go. We had to, you keep it. We have a uh, a client at work, and he's the sweetest human being ever met my entire life. And he goes around to everybody and hands them his business card. And it's got his like email address on it. Uh huh. Uh I think it's got maybe got a phone number on it. I, I don't remember. I, I know it has I think it just has the email networking. But <laughs> it's got his name. Yeah. And then under that it says special friend. Ah. And it's the sweetest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: Special friend, and he's giving
0: me like four of them now. Oh he yeah, can't, he can't remember that he
1: give me one, man. I could I need a <laughs> little of that shine. I won't bother him or anything. I'll just, you know, just be nice to have. Like I, I like got well, special friend card.
0: Uh He was at the Christmas party. I look over. We got like a DJ there playing music and stuff. I uh-huh. look over. Now he's four foot two. He's a little guy. Yeah, a little tiny guy. Older guy. You know, fifties, sixties. He's on the damn dance floor. <laughs> He's, he's, uh, uh, what the hell is it? Swirling? No, yeah, like, uh, not beatboxing. Breakdancing. Oh, okay. He is like, legitimately breakdancing. Damn! Like, it looked... Nice! Yeah, he's, like, spinning, popping My brother did that shit back in the 80s. Yeah. Like I did not car- expect it coming yeah, from a little tiny guy. <laughs> yeah. That is, like, almost in his 60s. That's
1: probably his, like, one thing, man. That's an awesome thing. Yeah, it was adorable. Hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a feel-good. That was a feel special good. Special friend. That was better than my feel good. <laughs> way to put me in my place. No problem. Way to fucking put me in my place. I thought uh, I would feel good. Yes. And you're like, you're like, cute. Cute, that's a feel good. Lady, bottom and mole. Well, I
0: got a special friend who break dance. Mic check. As as mic as, drop. As soon as I said, that's a feel good, I was like, oh, Joel's going to take this <laughs> as <laughs> me. You know me way too well. You're like, he's Joel gonna, is not going to let personal. this go. <laughs>
1: you're a good boy Joel. you're good you did good relax talk me down uh,
0: yeah you're a good boy buddy <laughs> all right oh, I'm not. well this wasn't the best episode
1: <laughs> it wasn't why are you doing this to me like i have i have brought it okay i am i'm trying to bring it and like be on point and i've been here like it's not our best episode it's like uh, you fucking shit all over my feel good it's not a good episode Jesus Christ, man. Do you want to kick me? I just, I lower my face a little bit. You can just kick me.
0: Yeah. All right, <laughs> good. Yeah, I mean.
1: Well, we got to go because I need to get kicked. I made, you, the... I made you do manual labor when you <laughs> got here. Yeah. You, you're like, grab that chair. And I was like, huh, sir? What is it? You're like the chair, not words, dummy. Smack your head. <laughs> oh, God.
0: God. Chair, not words. Man, dummy.
1: I was looking forward to this. We had not recorded in like a month.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Don't worry. I'm back down now. You well, got me. I'm
0: just roller coaster you. <laughs> oh, I'm crying now. I mean, I just like to be honest. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's all I'm saying. It's not a good episode. We apologize. <laughs> our best. We weren't. <laughs> Sorry for drying up your pusses, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, Smarsh. Sorry to dry your puss. <laughs> Ugh, that is a terrible phrase.
1: Oh, my soft body is just drying up pusses <sighs> everywhere. I hate it. Nationwide, All worldwide. Right. I gotta. We're calling it. We'll try it better next time. time. Of death. Maybe
0: I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll try. We'll put this couldn't get us canceled. It's way worse when you do, <coughs> when you have a whole month to prepare. Yeah. Uh huh. Because you have a whole month, you're just like, oh <laughs> fucking get to it. And I looked that story
1: up like the day we were supposed to record. We we couldn't record Thursday because of the snow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we did have a uh, bit of a. A, a downfall of snow. Uh-huh. You were like,
1: don't risk your life, Joel.
0: Yeah. I was like, Joel. <laughs> Joel. Stay alive. You have too much to live for. You have for to live it. for me. <laughs> so, no, it was shitty. I was coming home, and it, it was real shitty. So when I got to a stop, I got to a red light, I was just like, hey. <laughs> well, thanks for waiting until you get to the red light. You yeah. were like
1: driving. Like, this is so shitty. I got to text Joel. Yeah. I had
0: to drive. No, I was at a red light. And I, it's the same red light I hit every day, so I know like how long yeah. I have. But, yeah, I was like, well, if... It's going to be another two hours before Joel comes out in this. And then he's here. Four, four hours, hours like, later, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is not going to be good. So I think it was the right call. Thanks, man. So I saved your life. You did. You're welcome.
1: You're the real hero. I'm the real hero here. And that's
0: the real feel good. And, that's, and we'll end there.
1: Okay. I'm awesome. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. <laughs> you had to think about that. You. D- All right, give me that Vader then. Prove it. Nah. No. <laughs> All right, Bye. Bye. <laughs>